All right, good morning, everybody. Uh, I say good morning, everybody. Currently, there's nobody, but we'll see. Um, this is not normally how I, I dress for church, uh, and I don't care if you vote for John Syria or not. Um, you, can't. you can't. You don't live in Texas, and it's not 2012. So... Um, this is what we're doing this morning. Uh, we've got a, a little live stream that we're going to have. We are, uh, I don't know what we're going to do next week. I don't anticipate doing this next week, uh, but maybe we may try to meet as a group somewhere. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not thinking that far in the future, so don't hold me to anything. Uh, we are coming to you live from our uh, newly, newly ventilated uh, sanctuary, uh, but that's on purpose. Um, it, call, it, uh, call it defiance that I'm here this morning. Um, this, this is where we would be on a well, great. If I can't even start the stupid thing without crying, how am I going to get through the middle parts? Um, this is where we would be this morning uh, were it not for Thursday morning. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. But so was Thursday. So this is, this is how it's supposed to be now. This is what we're doing. This is, this is life for us now. So... Let's just go ahead and slide in and, and do what we can. A um, couple of things you need to know. Uh, the live stream may hold up the whole time. It's looking good right now. It may not. Uh, if it doesn't, I'm not going to work real hard uh, to, to try to get it back on. Uh, we are using another phone just a little further away to record all this, so I don't have to go back and do it again. Um, and we'll, if we lose, lose the live stream, we'll load that video as soon as we have enough service to do so. Um, I had some other thoughts that I was going to begin with, but I've forgotten them. Oh yeah, uh, this is not a, uh, sermon like you're used to from me. Um, as a matter of fact, because I'm using my phone to, to live stream, I don't even have the scriptures I was going to use. So I'm not preaching a, a, a scripture specifically. This, is, this morning is, is what I would hate to do on a normal Sunday morning and just present you with some of my thoughts. Um, that, that is, that's bad sermonizing. That's not what I would normally do. But uh, right now, today, this week, at this time, that's just kind of where I am. Uh, Etta's gotten me her, her phone Bible so I can... Uh, that's Acts, okay. Um, so I can use it. So, <clears throat> very unpolished. Um, I'm late this morning because John wasn't here to flash the lights at me uh, to tell me it was time to start at 10.30. Uh, a couple of reasons that didn't happen. Um, so, uh, I'm going to open us up in prayer and uh, then... Whatever this is going to be, will 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 be, and uh, we'll do it together as a scattered church. Uh, pray with me, Father. Thank you, Lord, that 
again, through technology, as, as damaged as our technology is right now, we still get to eventually come together. Y'all, somebody might be watching this live, others may see this later on, but our church family gets to take part, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that you have protected us all, uh, at the, the, the lives of our people. We've had no injuries that I'm aware of. A um, lot, of, lot of property damage, but Lord, we, we thank you that uh, you've protected our lives. And God, this is, uh, this, the, the, I'm tired of the word unprecedented, um, and, and it's, we've had Rita, we've had Audrey, but I, I, what I hear is this is the worst. Uh, so here we are again, dealing with stuff that we've never quite had to deal with before. And, and in a year when we had to deal with stuff that we had never quite had to deal with before. So, but God, what hasn't changed is you. What isn't unprecedented is you. Uh, you are the same God you were on Wednesday. You, you are the same God you were in January. You're the same God you were 2,000 years ago when you watched your son die on the cross for our sins. And you're the same God today that you're going to be 2,000 years from now, whatever that date holds for us or for whoever's here or if here is here by then. That's our confidence in you, not in, not in buildings, not in the weather, not in our health, but in you through all things. And we thank you that you never change. You never leave us. So in these few minutes that we get to gather as a scattered church family with whoever else might watch this at some point, we worship you in a much different way probably than, than we have even yet. Um, even with the pandemic, we sat in our air-conditioned homes and, and watched it on uh, good big screens and no concerns about dropping out. And today, it's, it's a hope and a prayer. But Lord, that's all we ultimately have anyway. Our hope in you and our prayer of constant communication, knowing that you never leave us. Storms can't stop that. Lack of technology can't stop that. You're there. So I pray that you would do something even this morning, even in this makeshift method or through this makeshift method, even in this quite broken down sanctuary, smelling of must and mold and humidity and with natural light that we didn't expect to have. You get the glory. You be worshipped. You be honored. And Lord, we'll trust you for this afternoon and tomorrow and the next day and all of it. Because that's all we've got is you. And we pray in your son's name that, that gives us the absolute hope that no matter what happens, we will be with you. Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to sing a song. Uh, you, you know pieces of it. Maybe you know all of it. We've done it enough times. Uh, Jamie's here with his guitar. It's not electric, so it still works. So uh, we didn't actually practice this much at all, just a, just a little bit. So 
you know, makeshift for makeshift, right? that song went uh, pretty well with what we are uh, we're experiencing now. Uh, as I, I thought about, well, I tell you, Thursday, I had no plans to do anything this morning at all. Um, then I thought about it a little bit and talked to folks a little bit and thought about it some more and talked to some other folks some more and it was decided that uh, I needed to do something. And I didn't know what. I, I wasn't, like I said, I'm not going to expound on uh, some passage. I'm not doing the next Philippians passage uh, that, that was coming up. And so I tried to think of various scriptures 
that, um, well, that spoke to me, that came to mind because of what we were going through. And uh, there were a few. Um, I thought about talking about uh, the verse that says when the ox is in the ditch, you, you can work on the Sabbath to get him out. Well, there are quite a few oxen in the ditch right now, so... If you're outside working, doing stuff, and or you're going to do it this afternoon, it is perfectly fine. Don't think, well, it's Sunday, I can't work. That No, we're not that kind of Baptist. Thought about other verses. Um, of course, the Isaiah passage in Isaiah, what did we say, Etta 55, 56, 54, something along in that. It says he will take us through the storm, basically what the song was, uh, I'm sorry, Isaiah 43. Uh, that he'll take us through the storm, basically what that song is about. Um, could have done that, and, and, and it's, it's kind of all that. But uh, as I said at the beginning, we're here in the sanctuary this morning, in part out of defiance that defiance that it's broken, and but I'm going to be here anyway, dadgummit. But um, but not quite, not, not that kind of defiance. Um, it's more defiance that, as I said at the end of the, uh, I think it was the longest video when we did the tour of the damage two days ago, when I stood up there in the baptistry and said that, the church is not this building, the church is us, the church is the body, the people. I'm here in defiance of the idea that this is the church. And I wanted the backdrop of the stained glass falling in. You, you, you can't see in this angle because I, I made John Bridges mad and I did... Uh, portrait video instead of landscape video but if I turn it just a little bit there's the skylight one of the three skylights in our sanctuary right now and obviously that's the biggest um, I wanted all that in view because that's not the church and that's not the church and none of this is the church. Let me look and see who's watching. Margaret Williams, Melissa Walker, Jalen Martin, friend from another church, Hillary Sedano, Kayla Moore, Christian Robertson, Tanya Harris, Dean Irwin, that's a friend from high school, Christy Watson, Ken Tilton, Harry Stelly, and however many people are watching that it didn't tell me and how many people will watch it later, that's the church. Y'all are the church. See, we're having church because, because y'all are the church, because we are gathering. It ain't, you know, we've said this a bunch of times throughout this summer. It's not the same, but we are the church coming together as best we can right now. And even if we're not together, we're the church. So, uh, I made some notes, some things I wanted to say, and they too are on my phone that is currently recording, so I can't get to them either.
So I'll try to remember them. The first thing I want to say is that this building, which I've kind of already alluded to, this building does not define First Baptist Church. We're First Baptist Church if we meet in here in this sanctuary. We're First Baptist Church if we don't meet in the sanctuary. We're First Baptist Church if we have to meet in the fellowship hall or in the gym or if we have a children's building or if we don't. All these things don't define us as a church, as, as the local body of believers called First Baptist Church. They, these, don't, these don't make that. The, these are tools at best. They are markers for the community sometimes. But they're not our definition. They're not why we exist. They're not why we exist in that this is our purpose. And they're not why we, are, we exist in that they are what produced us. They're tools. And when the tools don't work, we use different tools. And when the tools have outlived their purpose, we get different tools. But what doesn't change is the people. So, so this doesn't define who we are. What, and it doesn't define who we are even to the community. Um, you know, I've often described our buildings, and maybe I shouldn't do this on live Facebook, but when have I ever been known not to say what I think? I've often described our church buildings if uh, an office building and a, a warehouse had an illegitimate child. That's what you'd get out of the rectangular, sprawling, uh, if you can see the sanctuary building from the outside, you might think sanctuary or church, but probably not. So the community, th these buildings really don't even define us that much. Uh, I had a, a, a wake-up call in Baton Rouge years ago, a church I served at on Lee Drive, pretty major thoroughfare um, near LSU. Church had been in the same location for, I think, when I was there, 60 years or something like that. And the pastor was talking to a, a lady, I think in the community, he may have been at a restaurant or something. He wasn't at the church. And he told her where he pastored and gave her the name of it. And she said, oh, okay, where's that? And he gave her the location. Oh, it's right there on Lee Drive, right before you get to Lee High School. Now, I think Liberty High School. Right before there, just, just down from, from Perkins. And she said, there's no church there. And he said, yeah, that's right there. I mean, he gave the cross street and de described the church to her. And, I mean, it's just a few feet from the road. It's not like it's set back or anything. He said, no, there's no church there. I I've lived here for 20 years. I, 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 work I live down Lee from where I work. I drive that road five times a week at least twice a day. I've never seen a church there. It was just a building to her. For that church, that building did not define that church. 
For most of our community, this building does not define our church. I've had, when we first moved here and we were opening bank accounts and that sort of thing, sitting in a, a, a bank vice president's office down on Maplewood, close to, um, well, down around Pizza Hut in that area on Maplewood. I had to give explicit instructions or directions about where the church was. And this person who had grown up in Sulphur didn't know where First Baptist Church was. When I finally said across from Frash Elementary, okay, yeah, there's a building there, isn't there? It's okay. But for most people outside of our church, this building doesn't define us because this building doesn't define us. It's you and me that defines us as a church. It's you and me that defines us as a church to the community. The community will know best about First Baptist Church from its people. It's why we have been trying our best to, to do ministry um, outside of our walls. Because our walls mean little to, to most folks. We want to go out there and tell them that First Baptist Church is us, not this. And that should be the definition of First Baptist Church to the community of Sulphur. All the way around the world, actually, but especially here. So that's what defines us. You, me, our relationships outside of here, our attitudes outside of here, our actions outside of here. That's, that's what tells people what First Baptist Church is. Not beautiful stained glass, not gorgeous buildings, not remodeling, not nurseries and gyms. That, that is, like I said, those are tools to, to help us define ourselves, to help us do ministry. But that's not why we exist. So, I had three points. Let's see if I can remember the third one. This moment, however, this, this damage, the, the resulting damage of this moment, this needs to define us. But it needs to define us through us. People don't need to, to know of First Baptist Church as the church that had so much damage in sulfur. And I don't know if we're the only one that had this much damage. I haven't heard. I know uh, Maplewood, First Baptist, lost their steeple. Um, I don't know what else they had there. I know Houston River um, is going to be out of their sanctuary and gym in the, for the immediate future, uh, but I don't know the extent of the damage there, and I don't know of any other church uh, church's damage. So I don't know that we'll be known as the most damaged church. That's not, that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is I don't want us to be known as a church with damage, at least not physical damage. Hmm, I just got a fourth point. Wasn't expecting that. I want us to be known, defined by this moment, 
by how we respond to the moment, how we respond to the physical damage. And I'll just work my fourth point into this one. I want the community of Sulphur to define First Baptist Church based on how damaged people, you, me, sinful, broken, damaged, right now hurting, hurting because of this. And, and, and if, if you hear me downplaying the, the pain we all feel and say, and if you hear me saying we shouldn't care about the damage in here, and all, you're, you're hearing me wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. Hurt, mourn for this. While they are tools, they were beautiful tools. They are tools that people gave their money and their sweat and probably their blood at times to use and to, to, to build up and to, to have access to. And, and uh, monumental events have occurred here. You, you look behind me and you picture weddings and you, you know the aisle that you came down, if it was the middle or the sides or whatever, when you wanted to make public your profession of faith and uh, to the to the congregation, and then of course you you remember the time you were baptized right up there under that stained glass, or some of you maybe the stained glass that got blown out in Rita, or even before that. I don't know. Maybe that was the only thing that was before. There was only one before Rita. Feel that hurt. Mourn that. It, 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 it's necessary. But don't let us be defined by the morning, M-O-R-N-I-G-I-N-G, either. Let us be defined by what's next, by what we're going to do, by how we are going to respond to this, how we're going to handle this. What will the community see when they see the people of First Baptist Church? Let that be our defining moment. Kind of the, uh, the, the verse that kind of um, uh, spurred all of this for me was, it's Acts 7, 44. It's actually 48 that, that came to mind in all of this. But then the whole text, the whole context helps a little it's not one-to-one. -one. Like I said, I'm not preaching a passage. I'm sharing thoughts. But, but the passage begins, it, the, the, Acts chapter 7 is Stephen giving his testimony and sermon right before he's killed. Stoned to death uh, by, uh, by the Jews. He says in verse 44, "...our ancestors had the tabernacle of the testimony in the wilderness." just as he who spoke to Moses commanded him to make it according to the pattern he had seen. Our ancestors, in turn, received it, and with Joshua brought it in when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before them until the days of David. He found favor in God's sight, sight and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. It was Solomon, rather, than, rather who built him a house. But the Most High does not dwell in sanctuaries made by hands." As the prophet says, heaven is my throne and the earth my footstool. What sort of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what will be my resting place? Did not my hand make all these things? 
So not only are we not defined by this building, God's not defined by this building. Our worship isn't defined by this building. God doesn't need this building. He's, he's not here until his people are here. I mean, he's everywhere, right? God's everywhere. I got that, but that's not what I mean. God's not sitting in here Monday through Saturday waiting on people to be here so we can experience him. We are the church. As a matter of fact, if, if, if we take what uh, Stephen says here, quoting, I believe, Isaiah, right, Etta? Is that what we talked about? Like I said, I have no notes. Um, that's, that was Isaiah 66, quoting Isaiah 66. Then, then, in fact, this church is just part of God's footstool. This building, this property here uh, in uh, Sulphur, is, is just part of what God rests his feet on. He made all of this. He is still on his throne. When Laura came through, he was still on his throne. As we spend the next months, months, getting this back together, getting this back in shape, doing whatever needs to be done, he will still be on his throne. And this will still be his footstool. And it may happen again. And it all get destroyed completely next time. Doesn't matter. God's still on his throne. He dwells in our hearts. We are the church. And through this time of recovery, struggle, Mourning, pain. We're still the church. And we need to be that church to people who, don't, who aren't the church, who don't have a church family. They need to hear from us. There's hope. There's something greater than this. No matter the problems, no matter the loss, we mourn, but we mourn with hope. So, that's pretty much all I have for you this morning. Nothing profound, I don't think. Um, profundity wasn't my goal at 11 o'clock last night when I was still wondering what I was going to put on here. Just my thoughts. Hopefully guided by Scripture and the Holy Spirit. Prayerfully guided by Scripture and the Holy Spirit. To hear what God has for us, First Baptist Church, the people, as we work through whatever's next with First Baptist Church, the building. As a family, we will get through this. We'll do it. It'll be long and hard, but we've got an extended family, don't forget. It's not just First Baptist Sulphur. It's Louisiana Baptists. It's Southern Baptist Disaster Relief. It's cousins, some of them are crazy cousins, and other denominations that are going to come and they're going to help. And the church will be strong. Mm -hmm. The church will come together 
and we will see an incredible work of God's Holy Spirit. And we'll look back on this and say, Laura brought us together. And then we'll correct ourselves and we'll say, no, the Holy Spirit of God used Laura. God brought us together. And God defined a church for a community. That's what I hope to see in the coming months and years. I love you. Um, like I said, I don't know what next Sunday will hold. But we know who holds it, right? We'll just give it to the Lord and do the best we can. I will see y'all somewhere in here, probably before I see most of you anywhere else, soon. Love you all. Bye-bye.